Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I didn't even know what some of my coworkers looked like until I started watching the video stream on the WDBO Facebook page. I had no idea Laura Lee looked like that. I had no idea that Jake and Greg looked like that. I had no idea that Paul Cross looked like that. Honestly, I, I see me in the video and I'm like, is that really what I look like? I look like that? So if you want to see what we look like, if you want to see the voices that, that or rather the faces that go with the voices on the radio, we have a, another channel in which we broadcast. We broadcast on a lot of different channels. See, here's the deal. We are one brand, right? We're one product. We're WDBO. Uh, but we broadcast on multiple different platforms, multiple different channels. Uh, of course, there's 107.3 FM, there's 580 AM, there's WDBO.com, there's the WDBO app, uh, there is, you know, the iHeart app and the TuneIn app and any other podcasting app. You can get it on your podcasts. So one brand, multiple distribution channels. And one of those distribution channels is the WDBO Facebook page where every day at this time we have a live video. And you can watch uh, really how the sausage is made in radio. You can figure out how we do the things that we do. We make it seem so magical on the radio. And then you see us behind the scenes where we're scurrying about and, and you'll see the panicked look in our eyes and you think, oh yeah, that looks evidently harder than we thought. Um, so if you want to, if you want to, we'd love to invite you to join us in the, in the video stream. It is so simple. Just go to, to, uh, facebook.com slash, I think it's WDBO news. News, he says with a question mark, or just go to the WDBO Facebook page. That's easier way. He's just look, you know, go to Facebook and then just look for WDBO. And right there at the top of the page, uh, every, every day at this time at five o'clock, we start the live video feed. We got Marla, Joshua, Elizabeth that have all, uh, joined in already. And you're welcome to join in. We have lovely discussions every day. We talk about, uh, what we're going to have for dinner. We share recipes. We honestly do. <laughs> we all work up an appetite in the chat group every night because we're always talking about what we're going to have uh, for dinner that night. And uh, sometimes I'm totally inspired by some of the meals I see in that chat group. So it's a lot of fun. I hope you'll join us. Uh, you are officially invited to be a part of the group. And by all means, uh, jump in off the bench and into the game and join us in the chat group there as well. And, and, uh, and you can talk to us. And then during the commercial breaks, what you don't know is that during the commercial breaks, the show doesn't stop. Uh, we kind of continue the show in video form during the commercial breaks uh, because the, the little uh, here's our, our secret. And I don't want our station management to hear this, but the video feed is commercial free. OK, don't tell anybody else that. But the video feed is commercial free. OK, so during the commercials. Uh, we chit chat and talk to you guys and, and we answer questions that anybody may have. So again, it's on the WDBO Facebook page. Uh, Chris just joined us. He says he's having fish bones for dinner. That sounds delicious. Uh, now I'm craving fish or bones. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Both sound really yummy at this point. I'm Joe Kelly, the host of the show, and it is... Oops, hang on. I, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Someone messed up. And by someone, I mean I, I, I messed up. It is. Oh, that's the one. Yes. Well, it's time for the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. We have uh, secretly lowjacked each of the presidential candidates. We have uh, slipped GPSs under their skin uh, uh, while they were sleeping so that we can track them around the nation. 
as they campaign for president. We ping them at this hour to find out where they are and what they're doing. We call it the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. Here's the latest. We are four days out from the South Carolina primary. That is coming up on Saturday. A week from today is the Michigan primary. Two weeks from today is Super Tuesday. Seriously, by Super Tuesday, two weeks from today, the presidential campaigns will be over. At that point, Donald Trump will have enough uh, delegate votes to secure the nomination. And at that point, Nikki Haley should drop out. We're 28 days away from Florida's primary, which is March 19th. But we're only 18 days away from early voting in Florida. Early voting in Florida begins on March 9th. Now, that varies some uh, from county to county, but state law uh, allows for early voting to start as early as March 9th. It'll end on the 16th, and then we go to the polls. For those who didn't early vote or vote by mail, we vote on March 19th. So mark all those dates on your calendar. We're 259 days away from the general election on November 5th. As of today, February 20th, 2024, Donald Trump has 77.7% of the GOP vote in a nationwide survey. Nikki Haley has 16.6. In the latest nationwide polling from Emerson College, Trump is up two points over Joe Biden. How does that make you feel that Donald Trump is only up by two points over Joe Biden? Because I know we all live in our silos, right? We all live in our silos. We barely ever peek out of our silos. And if you live in a Trump silo, if, if you're a MAGA silo dweller, in, in your mind, Trump is the alpha and the omega. Trump is the beginning and the end. Trump is everything. And to think that Donald Trump is only two points ahead of Joe Biden, I mean, that's within the margin of error. That Joe Biden, someone who can't put complete sentences together with or without a teleprompter, is only two points behind Donald Trump. Is that not breathtaking? 844-580-9326 or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app if you would, if you, if you think that Donald Trump should be just, you know, way ahead of Joe Biden at this point. Uh, Nikki Haley, for her part, is in the closing days of the South Carolina GOP primary matchup with Trump, and she's honing her argument that she is the lone remaining candidate who can unite Americans. You know, we've heard that from a lot of politicians before. I remember Barack Obama said he was going to be the uniter, not a divider. And how'd that work out? I mean, that was really when the division, I think, started and then it just got worse from there. Uh, Nikki Haley has not won a single GOP contest, but she's vowing to keep fighting Donald Trump. Her allies are bracing for a big loss in her home state's primary in South Carolina on Saturday. She did a head fake today by holding what she called a state of the race speech. And first, of course, my thought was, oh, she's going to talk about race, racial politics. No, she meant the actual presidential campaign race. And a lot of people had speculated that she was going to suspend her campaign. Au contraire. Some of you, perhaps a few of you in the media, came here today to see if I'm dropping out of the race. (laughs) Well, I'm not. Hashtag sigh. Even if Nikki Haley reprises her New Hampshire performance with 43% in every state voting over the next four weeks, um, Donald Trump would still cross the 1,215 delegate threshold on March 19th when big states like Florida, Illinois, and Ohio hold winner-take-all primaries. So if Donald Trump doesn't win by, doesn't, doesn't win the math by Super Tuesday, uh, he will most certainly win it by March 19th when you and I get a chance to vote. Happening right now, President Biden is in Air Force One. He's traveling to Los Angeles where he's scheduled to participate in a campaign reception. Campaign reception is another way of saying fundraising event. Biden's political operation uh, is announcing a fundraising haul of $42 million in January, continuing to line the campaign coffers for an expected election rematch against Donald Trump. Biden now has $130 million cash on hand 
at the end of January. That is a figure that is up from 117 million at the end of December. Keep in mind that Donald Trump's campaign coffers are near empty uh, because he has been using a lot of that money to campaign, uh, excuse me, to pay for his his uh, legal expenses. Now, uh, before President Biden left for California today, you know, he doesn't take impromptu questions from reporters in an environment where you can actually hear the president. He doesn't speak extemporaneously off the top of his head uh, with reporters. He doesn't sit down for one-on-one interviews, uh, but he will listen to reporters shout questions at him over the droning sound in the background of either Air Force One or Marine One. In this case, it's Air Force One in the background at Andrews Air Force Base. And the you're not going to be able to hear the reporter's question. The reporter says, you're going to California. Is this about coming up with a plan B for 2024? Does Gavin need to be on standby? That is the question that you're not going to be able to hear asked you will hear Biden's sort of answer. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Well, I'm looking for. I'm looking at you. We're looking at you. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and then he doesn't answer the question. He doesn't answer the question. And, I, you know, I don't expect him to. I don't expect him to say, yes, Gavin needs to be on standby. But he should answer with something along the lines of, what are you talking about? Plan B. I am I am the, the strongest, healthiest, most viral man. Not not viral. 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 What's the word I'm looking for? Viral. Is that a word? Viral. That's what I get for using words that I don't know if I'm using the right word or not. We'll edit all this out and post, folks. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, but he is, uh, he's a, you know, he's a big fighting man, Joe Biden. Uh, and that's what he should have said. But instead, he's like, you ready? Are you ready? And then he just moves on. Finally, all the late night comics were in reruns last night for President's Day. Why wouldn't they have the day off for President's Day? You notice that pretty much all of your favorite talk radio hosts are, are off. Uh, this week and and today as well. Uh, but John Stewart was back. John Stewart is back, as we reported previously, hosting just Monday night on The Daily Show on Comedy Central. And he really uh, had a lot of fun with Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin. World War II was Poland's fault because they forced Hitler to invade them. I mean, what do you do with something like that? That's going to be hard. After World War I, this territory was transferred to Poland, and instead of Danzig, a city of Dansk emerged. Hitler asked them to give it amicably, but they refused. Of course. (laughs) Of course! You know, it's so hard to do when your face says, what the f***? And your mouth says, of course, it's just a... <laughs> so hard to hold. How do you, all right. How do you do that? By the way, Poland started World War II. Why would a country whose navy has submarines with screen doors want to instigate a war? <laughs> Quick history lesson. <laughs> Years ago, for reasons nobody is really sure of. A stereotype emerged that Polish people were inept in various ways, including, obviously, submarine manufacturing, and even something as simple as the changing of a light bulb. I don't know actually how many Polish people you think it takes to change a light bulb, but it's certainly less than the conventional wisdom at that time would tell you. (laughs) Now, we know that Polish people are as smart as anyone and certainly did not deserve to be invaded by the Germans. Who, of course, accomplished that by marching in backwards, so the Poles thought they were leaving. I was raised in 
Texas. I was raised in Texas, and in Texas, the Pollock jokes, if you will, were Aggie jokes. We always made fun of Texas A&M and every joke. Uh, so you just swap out the word Polish and replace it with Aggie. Uh, and then there you have that's Texas A&M University. All right, coming up next here on the Joe Kelly Show. Uh, unlike yesterday, which truly was uh, a slow news day. I used to work with a, with a news director who said there's no such thing as a slow news day, only slow news people. I said, why are you looking at me when you say that? Uh, yesterday genuinely was a slow news day, uh, but we made up for it today a lot. You, if you were at work today, you missed a lot. We're going to have the latest for you coming up next day, right where you are here on The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. All right, so the word is virile. Is that not the word that I used? Is that the word that I don't even remember what word I said at this point? Can can we roll back the tape? Do we have audio? Is there? We probably can't. We'll have to wait till next hour to do that. But did, Laura, what word did I use? Viral. That's not right. I no. mean, that's not the right word. Virile. Virile, as I think. What? So here's the word. Viral. 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 V i r i l e. Of, pertaining to, characteristic of, or befitting a man, masculine, manly, virile strength, having or exhibiting masculine energy, forcefulness, or strength uh, in a marked degree. And that's what I think that, that Joe Biden should have portrayed when he was asked, you're going to California. Uh, is this about coming up with a plan B for 2024? Does Gavin need to be on standby? Are you ready? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm looking for. I'm looking at you. We're looking at you. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So he never answered the question, and and that of course he's not going to say yes. I'm going to California for Plan B, but he he should have stood his ground and said no. I am in the best health of my life. I am virile and strong and masculine. People like me. I feel good about myself. I am strong. I am capable. I am woman. I don't know about the last part, but but he should have said something along those lines. Uh, but instead, he blew the opportunity and and decided not to actually answer the question, which is part of the course. From your office to ours, we're breaking down today's big stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Oh, you know what I forgot to do today? I forgot to change this music bed, so I'm, I'm just going to hit stop on it. Sorry. All right. While you are at work today, Prince William says he wants to see an end to the fighting as soon as possible in the Israel-Gaza war. Oh, well, Prince William has commented, so I'm sure that'll bring an immediate peace to the Middle East. Thank goodness that's been resolved. Kremlin officials reject a call for an independent post-mortem examination of the remains of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Gosh, that almost makes you think that something squirrely may be going on with his death. Huh. Speaking about squirrely deaths at the hands of Russians, a man who was found shot to death and run over in an apparent assassination in Spain was a Russian defector. He was a pilot and he had piloted a Russian helicopter and left Russia and landed in Spain. He has now been shot dead. And to make sure that he was fully dead, uh, they then ran him over with a vehicle. Again, leading one to believe that something squirrely may have been going on there. The United States vetoes a U.N. resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza after earlier proposing a temporary halt in fighting. The White House, get this, get this. Listen to what I'm about to tell you and and let this sink in. The White House will announce a new major sanctions package on Friday to hold Russia accountable in response to Alexei Navalny's death. Now, what stands out to you about that sentence? Laura, what stands out to you about that sentence? I'll read it again, just in case you were listening to another show or something. Uh, the White House will announce a new major sanctions package on Friday to hold Russia accountable in response to Alexei Navalny's death. Well, the Friday thing sticks the out. The Friday me. thing! So they're, they're telegraphing to Russia... Hey, if you've got money out there somewhere, you ought to rein it in real quick. 
because come Friday, there's a real good chance we're going to sanction that money. We telegraph in advance to Russia what we're going to do. We should just do it and tell them after the fact or not tell them at all. Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. All right, everybody who's listening right now, that includes uh, that includes you, Laurel, and uh, Jake and Greg in the studio. Can I see a show of hands? I've got a hostile open mic. Uh, would you like to hear... A hostile open mic. If you're in your car driving right now, let me see a show of hands. We've got our traffic cameras on. One, two, three, four. All right, that's enough. Um, so here is a hostile open mic from our, not the last segment, but the segment before, uh, because of the comments uh, surrounding John Stewart. Kelly, you idiot. Uh, this is Mike from Orlando. Josh McCarthy needs to take you off the air. I've been saying this for years. You know how many people died in the defense of Poland, and you're sitting there laughing at it? Oh, it's funny. Thousands of people died to defend Poland, their own citizens. You know what? You're a disgrace. Get off the air. So there you go. Um, first of all, I, w- I would suggest that probably more than thousands of people died in defense of Poland. Maybe even tens of thousands or even millions of people died in defense of Poland. I am keenly aware of that. The humor that I found was in the history of Polish jokes. That was what I was laughing at. And, and I'm sorry that you don't find humor in that. I get the sense though, and, and it's hard to say if you wanted to call and we could have a discussion about it, that's, that's awesome. But you left an open mic, which allows me no opportunity to, uh, interrogate you or ask you questions. And I don't mean interrogate like shining a bright light in your eyes. I simply mean to ask you interrogatories. Um, but I have no way to ask you, but I get the sense that, you're angry about everything, and and there's little I can do about that, and I hope you're able to find some sort of peace. I hope something in your life brings you joy and satisfaction, and, and I hope that uh, is able to to wash over other aspects of your life as well. But thank you so much for your comment. I just saw the latest in the uh, illegal immigration numbers, so 7.2 million Illegal immigrants have entered the United States under the Biden administration. Get this, 7.2 million illegal immigrants. That is greater than the population of 36 states. 36 states. Well more than half the country. And you hear people talking about replacement theory. How, How would you import a population larger than half the country if not to replace the current one. I'm not a subscriber to replacement theory, but I also wasn't anti-vaccine prior to COVID. <laughs> so things evolve and change as times goes by and, and as we learn additional details about things. And I, I will tell you that uh, this wanton disregard for our border uh, means we're no longer a sovereign nation. And I read a, uh, I read a piece today earlier about the coming American Civil War. And it's not a reference to that movie that's coming out, which looks hauntingly good or frighteningly bad, depending on one's perspective. Um, and and I, I, I hate to bring up the idea of an American Civil War again. We had a discussion about that a, a few weeks ago. But boy, just with the social collapse we're seeing right now with, with men playing in women's sports, with uh, the, the bitter division that our nation is in right now with regards to social issues, political issues, criminal issues, uh, with, with the widespread crime that is taking place in the United States uh, from state to state, it just, it's hard to imagine how we steer out of this without steering into a greater civil conflict here in the United States. You want to talk about something happier for a few minutes? Laurel, so get this. 
So there is a tree. There's several trees in Orlando, as you well know, and, and we are the city beautiful, and we are known for uh, for, for have a, a big, beautiful canopy of trees. And there is a tree in downtown that has been around for more than 400 years. It is a live oak. It so it's been around since the 1600s. I mean, it was here at the time that Ponce de Leon started looking for the Fountain of Youth. It was here long before anybody even had considered a declaration of independence. It has been here for a damn long time. It has survived any iteration of climate change. It has survived hurricanes, freezes, wars, urban growth, and it is still growing. I saw this report in Wesh that this this big tree, and by the way, the big tree is located, if you ever want to go see it, uh, it is located in uh, the appropriately titled Big Tree Park, <laughs> which is on, uh, it's on Thornton, North Thornton Avenue uh, between Marks and Weber Street. As far as park names go, they kind of nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah, Big Tree Park. That That's pretty good. So this tree, though, you'll be glad to know that an Orlando tree is so big and so famous that a group of researchers from Michigan decided to come down here this month and they carefully snipped fresh clippings from the top of the tree so that they can clone it. They're going to clone this big tree, which is what it's called. It's Big Big Tree. Uh, and And they're going to clone it and they think that after five or six years, they're going to have thousands of baby big trees to share throughout the southeast where the live oaks generally live. I think that's kind of cool that they're going to clone that tree and and not bring it back to life because it's already alive. But but they're going to be able to take the the genetic perfection of that tree that has been able to last so long and to be able to create thousands of of replicants, if you will. Now I'm suddenly in my mind picture Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling uh, out here trying to find all the replicants and eliminate them. Um, and they, they do say that some of the replicant trees, the clones, will be planted here in the Orlando area, which also kind of cool. I think that's a neat story about Orlando. Don't you agree? Love that. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I mean, if you want to be an anti-tree, that's your prerogative. Are you anti-tree? Hate them trees. Yeah, what are they the doing all over the place? Oh, you, then you have to rake up, especially the oak trees. You got to rake up after them. <laughs> now, this as on the other side of things, we and by we I don't mean like us at WDBO. So for Mike and Orlando, don't get angry at me. I'm not the one doing this. Uh, but we humanity have decided that is it's in our best interest to bring back the woolly mammoth. Now, the woolly mammoth, some people have a misconception that the woolly mammoth is a, is a dinosaur that, you know, was back from 65 million years ago or so. The woolly mammoth is not a dinosaur. It was a predecessor of sorts to today's elephants. Uh, the woolly mammoths existed at the same time the Egyptians were building the pyramids, if that helps you put it into a time perspective. So, but, but no woolly mammoths still exist, but they've been able to find the remains of woolly mammoths, mammai, mammothi, mammothi. What is the plural of mammoth? Mammothuses? I think you had it right, mammoths. Mammoths, mammothes, mammothes, virile mammothes. (laughs) So they've taken the project from is it possible to should we do it? With the advent of DNA editing and synthesis technologies, they're, they're going from reading genomes to writing them. And with the, uh, the advancement and, and rapid acceleration of AI, they, they are now taking this from the should we to the when is it going to happen. And I will tell you the date. They believe that the first woolly mammoth calves will be born in 2028. They're in the editing phase right now. So my question is, do you think it's a good idea to resurrect extinct species? Now, we've all seen Jurassic Park. We know how this one turns out. But again, this is not a Jurassic animal. This is not uh, an animal that, that would terrorize humanity, at least not that we know of. We don't know if the woolly mammoth maybe has some sort of genetic sequence that causes it to 
uh, I mean, smarter scientists than me. I'm not a very smart scientist. I took science in school. Uh, but what, you know, what if they have some sort of germ that is unique to them that could infest all of humanity? Did you ever see the thing? I know that was a space alien, but still, if you ever saw the thing, I didn't sleep for about two weeks after I saw the original, well, the second version of the thing, the one with, uh, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, I didn't sleep for a week or two after I saw that version of it. Uh, and then the latter version that came out with uh, the other girl, I, I didn't sleep either for that one. So do you, what do you think? Laurel, is, you're, you're the, uh, our official animal correspondent for WDBO. Are you down for the woolly mammoth coming back? No, I don't think so. Because, yeah, not only do you not know what, what viruses it'll bring back, but, I mean, think of the pain and suffering the creatures are going to go through to have to adapt to this world, right? Because viruses and stuff are around now that was not around when they lived. Yeah. And they'll have a calf and then it'll die from something in this world, right? And they'll, oh, we'll try again. Another calf and it'll die from something else in this world it's not meant for, you know? I just, sounds like a lot of pain and suffering just to appease our curiosities. Not to mention what kind of slippery slide this is going to open. Right, right. If we bring back the woolly mammoth, what's to stop us from bringing back the pterodactyl? What's to stop us from bringing back other extinct animals? And, you know, I, I believe that all things in life, as I started the show yesterday, none of us are immortal. All things in life have a, have a beginning, a middle, and an end. All of us, everything, every plant, every animal has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And that is not just for the individual animals, that is for the species of animals. Humans have a beginning, a middle, and an end. We all have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I think the... The woolly mammoths had their day, and I think they have come to an end, and I don't have any kind of uh, nostalgia to bring back the woolly mammoth. I, I don't know w- what scientific need it serves. Uh, I just think you're messing with things that ought not be messed with. Uh, if you want to do something good with science, you know, cure a disease or do something else, don't bring back a woolly mammoth. Not to mention, you know, that they, they had a different diet than than today's elephants had. I mean, they're, the ecosystem in which they need to live is considerably different than the ecosystem that elephants live in now. You can hit us up right now and let us know your thoughts. Should we bring back the tree? Oh, uh, the woolly mammoth. Uh, the tree is still there. And I, I hesitate to bring it up because some ding dong eventually is going to go, you know, cut down the tree or whatever because people are terrible at like things like that. So let us know. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. Hey, this is another Mike Orlando and Joe... I typically find your wit pretty entertaining, and I typically find your political insight well thought out, and your points are typically very well made. So, the heck with the other mic. Oh, thank you. I was, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat. I was, I was waiting for the word but. <laughs> you guys are the same way, right? You're like, there's got to be a but here somewhere. No, but hey, Mike, thank you. That was really cool. I appreciate that. Uh, another, well, here. You know, I just heard you talk about the illegals that came over the border. Uh, the number that you said was about 7 million. That number is way wrong. You need to do much, much, much better research. The track fact of the matter is, is that it's more like around 15 million. So get your numbers straight. Tell the truth instead of lying all the time. Well, I do. I do appreciate your unearned confidence on that. Uh, the, the data does not come from the mind of Joe Kelly. I don't make up numbers. Uh, while I did not cite the source at that time, I didn't anticipate your uh, open mic challenging me on the numbers. Uh, the number comes from the Customs and, uh, Customs and Border Patrol, CBP. It's not Joe Kelly numbers. They report, Customs and Border Protect- Protection reports, that since Biden assumed office in 2021, 7,298,486 illegal immigrants have crossed the border. Okay? That's CBP's numbers. Uh, I-, I don't know who I could count on better than the Border Patrol 
to give us those numbers. If you have a better source uh, other than your vivid imagination, I am all ears. I can only tell you what the official sources are saying. And officially, they say 7.2 million. Could there be more? Yeah, there could be. Uh, but I would not say it with such arrogance and condescension uh, as, as you do. Thank you so much. We'll continue the Joe Kelly Show coming up straight ahead here on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. I-4 West, slowdowns past Lake Mary, then Fairbanks to Colonial, Sand Lake to 535, heavy 192 to Champions Gate, eastbound delays from Osceola Parkway to the Beach Line, 417 North and South, delays between John Young Parkway and Boggy Creek Road, Turnpike southbound heavy from the 417 past Osceola Parkway. Protec Air Conditioning and Plumbing Service for honesty, integrity, and 100% customer satisfaction. Call Protec at 407-291-1644 or visit ProtecAC.com. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Dory Don. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Hey, Joe, only three migrants came over the border. You, me, and Cousin Dupree. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. All right. <laughs> well, as long as we're on the same page there, I, uh, I, I appreciate that. If you're just joining us here on the Joe Kelly Show, before I pivot... And uh, and move on to the next topic. I, I wanted to sneak in one more open mic. If you're just joining us in, in the last segment, uh, I had reported that some 7.2 million uh, illegal immigrants have crossed over the border into the United States from the southern U.S. border since Biden began his administration. Now, uh, somebody had left an open mic, uh, very indignant, uh, very um full of of vibrato and is it villurant <laughs> we're not going to do that again are we and, and and he was absolutely certain that i was i was tweaking the numbers and i said look i got the numbers from customs and, and border patrol cbp uh cbp gave me the numbers and i can only report what the border patrol reports I, i'm not going to make up numbers and you know, I, I think what really gets me about that is, well, hang on, let's listen to this open mic first, then I'll then I'll get to that. You're trusting the CDC because they were telling us so much truth about the vaccine. I heard the number, total number, even before Biden is 22 million. I feel like sometimes we're not actually broadcasting clearly on the radio. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody out there? <laughs> Ah, uh, hashtag Pink Floyd. Um, right? Pink Floyd? Yeah. Um, so it's not the CDC and uh, it's CBP. And the CBP had nothing to do with the vaccine. And uh, the CBP is the Border Patrol. So anyhow, so here's the thing. You guys are making hay over how many? How many is not... Yes, it's relevant. We by in any American city, you can look across the landscape and see we have a catastrophic problem. I think you and I all agree that there is a problem. And I think you and I can all agree that this problem is being caused deliberately by the Biden administration. The Biden administration, and I don't think Joe Biden personally, I don't think Joe Biden is cognitive of his own surroundings. I believe that Joe Biden... Uh, will go down in history as the the world's biggest victim of elder abuse. I think he is being manipulated. I feel sorry for Joe Biden. If Joe Biden was in his prime, then I would just not like Joe Biden. I, I would have disdain for Joe Biden. But he's not in his prime, and he doesn't even know where he is. And so I, I have nothing but sympathy and sadness for Joe Biden. But his policies, his administration's policies is ruining the United States as we have no border, which means we're not a sovereign nation. 
We all agree on that. And yet you allow yourself to get angered and worked up over the minutia of the story. If it's 7 million, 8 million, 10 million, 22 million, we all agree that there is a problem. So why do you allow the minutia to get you agitated? And I go back to what I, I said yesterday. We're not immortal. We have a very limited amount of time on this earth and being worked up, hyperventilating and, and getting wrapped around the axle about things that are irrelevant is, is a terrible, terrible use of your time. Focus on the actual issue. The issue is the wide open border, not how many people are coming across. Because if it was one or one million, it's wrong. Especially now that we're seeing so many, you know, Chinese, single Chinese citizens coming across the border in record numbers, numbers never seen before in American history. I mean, we've got quite likely, not even potential, I would say quite likely sleeper armies representing a variety of nation states and non-nation states, enemies, adversaries of the United States, sleeper armies that are living in bedroom communities and big cities alike around the United States that are all waiting for orders to attack and unleash. That's the real issue. Not whether it's 7 million. Oh no, Joe, it's 7.2 million. Don't get bogged down in the irrelevant parts of the discussion. There is, there is a, there's an adage, and I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't have plans to be scriptural tonight. But there's, there's, a, there's an adage about reading the Bible. That when you're reading the Bible, some parts of the Bible are meant as a whisper. Some parts of the Bible are meant as a scream. Don't mistake the whispers for the screams. Don't take something small and blow it out of proportion and hyperventilate and leave angry open mics when it's not, it's not germane. It's not relevant. CBP, CDC, it's a slip of, the, slip of words. Who cares? Could it be 22 million? Yeah, sure it could. I don't deny that. But I can only report what the facts are. I'm not going to report hyperbole. I'm not going to report hyperventilation. I'm not going to report a, 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 I'm not going to speak in hyperbolic terms just because I want to inflame my audience. Just because I want to further anger you, you know, against the left. I, I don't speak in those terms. That's not the life I live. That's not who I am. So I, I ask you to stay focused on the real issues that we discuss here. Now, all right, all that having been said, so every single day, I will see a story about COVID and vaccines, and I'll think, oh, I'm not gonna bring that up today. And then I'll put the story aside, and then I'll see another story the next day about COVID and the vaccines. And I'll say, oh, I'm not gonna bring that up today, I'll save it for another day. And then I'll see another story about COVID and the vaccines, and I'll say, all right, I'm gonna save that up for another day. Well, guess what today is? Today is another day. So I have a stack, for those of you who are watching on the video right now on the WDBO Facebook page, I have a stack of stories from reputable sources. And again, focus on the issues, okay? Um, I have a stack of stories from uh, reputable sources. The first is Bloomberg. I mean, they're as reputable as it gets. If there is such a thing as reputable media anymore, uh, these are on the more reputable side, all right? So I'm gonna share with you a variety of stories about the, the uh, pandemic and the vaccine uh, that should frighten all of us, okay? And again, it's not my point to frighten you, it's my point to inform you, to educate you, and to share the truth to you and, and uh, you know, fight, fight power with truth. So new research by the Global Vaccine Data Network published in the journal Vaccine last week. Laurel, you still... You still subscribe to the journal Vaccine, I trust. Yeah, every month I get that one. Yep. You still have that, that centerfold? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. So data made available via interactive dashboards shows methodology and specific findings 
the largest COVID vaccine study yet finds links to health conditions. The researchers looked for 13 medical conditions in the group that was uh, in a group considered adverse events, uh, events rather of special interest among 99 million vaccinated individuals in eight countries. They were aiming to identify higher than expected cases after a COVID shot. So this is 99 million people in eight different countries is a huge study. And they found that myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle was consistently identified following a first, second, and third dose of the mRNA vaccines. And it, it goes on and on and on. And I'm going to go through some of these pretty quick because, like I said, I've got a pretty big stack of stuff when it comes to the uh, vaccines and it's pretty limited amount of time that I have to do it. Uh, the second one, second story. Official data from the United Kingdom government exposes a disturbing pandemic of the vaccinated that has caused an estimated 1 million sudden deaths between 2021 and 2023. You remember when the CDC and Biden, everybody was saying, oh, this is a vaccine of the unvaccinated. Well, we now know, uh, or rather, they called it a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We now know that it was truly a pandemic of the vaccinated. The shocking trend revealed in data from the UK government's health secretary agency Again, I'm citing the sources here for you. The UK Health Services Agency, Health Security Agency, uh, says there have been 61,000 unvaccinated deaths from 2021 to 2023. Yet during the same time, a staggering 1 million vaccinated people died suddenly. Let me say that for you again. Between the years 2021 and 2023, 61,000 unvaccinated people died. During that same time span, 1 million vaccinated people died suddenly. By July 2022, some 30% of England's population remained completely unvaccinated. Despite all the manipulation, coercion, and duress, it turned out to be the wisest decision to not get vaccinated by january 2023 unvaccinated members of the public had become better adapted to handle covid 19 due to natural immunity from january to may 23 the unvaccinated accounted for just five percent of covid deaths meanwhile the vaccinated population accounted for 95 percent of all COVID-19 deaths, 95% of the people who died were vaccinated against COVID. Most of the deaths among the vaccinated came from those who had received four injections. From 2021 to 2023, all cause deaths were higher for the vaccinated than they were for the unvaccinated in every single age group. The more shots you got of the vaccine, the more deadly it was. We now know in hindsight how dangerous the COVID vaccine was. Coming up next on the Joe Kelly show, we're continuing. I've got my, this is the day. This is vaccine day. This is vaccine hazards and COVID manipulation and government lies day. Coming up next here on the Joe Kelly show, You're not going to believe leaked medical documents order medical staff to euthanize elderly COVID patients so they can be counted amongst the COVID dead so that they could further panic the public into getting the vaccinations. We'll have that story for you coming up next on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Joe, I think the minutia and how it affects people is really just a symbolism of how upset many Americans are. And down deep, it's really not against you. It's just they feel like they're doing something by sharing their anger on the radio. And uh, just upset as you are. 
Yeah, I, I, I think you, you explained that uh, quite, uh, quite well, quite delicately. I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and I, I, I just, I, look, I ask that people check your anger at the door, all right? I mean, uh, my goal for the show is not to be the angry guy on the radio. And, and by that, I mean you as well. I mean our listeners. I, I generally don't put angry open mics on the air because you're driving home from work. You're going home to be with your family. You're going to go home and give your wife or husband a hug and a kiss. You're going to go home and hug the kids. You're going to go home and pet the dog and ignore the cat. I mean, you're going to go home. And the last thing you want to do, the last thing I want for you is for you to go home riled up and agitated. I want you to go home chilled out and, and ready to see your family. And so for people who leave just crazy, screaming and yelling open mics, I, I will tell you that I have to listen to every open mic, but if the open mic starts with someone screaming, I, I don't continue listening because I know that I'm not going to air it because I don't want to put that in your ears. I don't want to put that in your heads, your hearts and your minds. I don't, I don't want to do that to you. I, I, I have honestly, I like you guys too much to, to do that to you. And I don't like to just throw out red meat like some talk radio hosts do where you try to get people angry. I just, that's just not how I roll. Joe, I'm with you. It's not necessarily the number of people, but it's who the people are because they are not being checked whether they're terrorists and things like that. Yeah, that those uh, people coming across the border. An open mic here about uh, the the number of people that are dying. The, the Those who are vaccinated are far uh, far uh, outdying those who are unvaccinated. Joe, the terribly sad part about the one million that died suddenly is anyone that flips onto this radio channel and doesn't agree with the possibility of what you're saying will s- seriously say you're lying immediately. No one will even listen. Yeah, and, and you know what? You're right. I mean, we are so divided right now as a nation. I, I, re- I seriously had to play back your open mic two or three times to make sure I understood what you were saying. And, and I agree with you wholeheartedly uh, that, that we are so ensconced in our silos. We are so dug in on issues that we don't want to consider new information. Now, I, I say that as someone who doesn't live in silos. I do not live in silos. I don't live in a MAGA silo. I don't live in a liberal silo. I don't, I don't live in silos. Uh, if, if there is a silo I live in, it's the silo of Jesus Christ. And that's it. And, and that's every, the, I, everything in my life I see through that lens. Um, but I will tell you that when it comes to the vaccine, let me show you how I don't live in a silo. When the vaccine first came out, when the disease first started, <laughs> I, was, I was beyond certain that I was a goner. I... <laughs> I was so convinced that I was going to die because of my weakened immune system and my history with cancer and such. I was so convinced that I was going to die. I, I hate to even say this out loud. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed in hindsight. I was so convinced that I was going to die that I stopped paying certain bills. <laughs> I thought, why should I pay some of these bills? I'm going to die. There's no way I'm going to make it through this pandemic. You know, I bought into the hype, and, and again, with my medical history, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm a goner. I'm definitely a goner. And my doctor called me and said, and this was before like most people had even access to the, to the vaccine. My doctor called me and said, Joe, you need a vaccine. Come down here to my office and get this today, which I did. Willingly, I'm like, yes, absolutely, count me in. I'm down for that. And, and as time has gone by, I, I never got the boosters. By the time the boosters became available, I started becoming suspicious. And with each new iteration, I became more suspicious. And with each new report, I became more suspicious. And I, I would not go so far as to say I'm an anti-vaxxer. But I, and, and I cannot tell you if I regret getting the vaccine because I did get COVID once. And in that one time I got it, this, the day I got the symptoms, I went down to Camping World Stadium and got the monoclonal antibodies that were briefly available thanks to Governor DeSantis. And my symptoms lasted no more than one day and I survived just fine. 
I don't know how my life could have turned out had I not been vaccinated. I have no idea. So I, I can't say I regret getting the vaccine, but I will never again allow another COVID vaccine into my arms, into my body. Uh, if there are, you know, for juveniles, for children, my kids are fully vaccinated. I support juvenile vaccinations. These are true, uh, uh, tested and true vaccines uh, that have been around for a very long time. And I, I support those vaccines. But my thinking on the vaccines has evolved because of new information, which is what we should all do with every issue. Evolve your thinking as new information becomes available. Don't be married to a viewpoint because then it's impossible to get out of it. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll continue. From the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Hang on, my battery's dying. Hang on, please hold. All right. Okay, hey. Hey, <clears throat> welcome back to the Joe Kelly Show. I am Joe Kelly. Uh, you can check out the Joe Kelly Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, anything else. Let's go to Cosmo in Orlando, joining us at 844-580-WDBO. Hello, Cosmo. How are you? Hey, good evening, Mr. Kelly. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. And Mr. Kelly... Uh, just something real quick. Uh, you brought me all the news I need within 30 minutes. It was like awesome. Uh, you uh, Two parts. Yes. You got some good news for us. Okay. And also, I wanted to follow up. You said you had that uh, thing with uh, moving violation a couple weeks ago. You got any good news on that? Yeah, that's Thank really you, funny you, you, you bring that up. I was just talking about that in the chat room. So I got my first ever ticket, not first ever. I got my first ticket in like 30 years. I got pulled over for the first time in like 30 years. Uh, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks ago. And it was for, for failure to stop at a stop sign. Now, I would argue that I stopped. I mean, I came so close to stopping at that stop sign. Laurel, imagine if you will that you stop at a stop sign and you're certain that you're stopped and then you start going again. That's, I mean, I stopped. I came so close to stopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to count one, no, two, no. three. That is not a thing. That, it is. That, 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 That's how they you count. Su- you're supposed to count? One, two, three. Then you go. <sighs> It was at night. There was no one around. There was not a pedestrian, not a car in sight, except for an unmarked Winter Garden police vehicle who pulled me over instantly. In fact, I I was so certain that I had stopped at the stop sign when he turned his lights on. I'm like, oh, I better I better pull over because he's on his way to go catch someone bad. And then I'm and then he's still following me. I'm like, oh, I'm the baddie. I'm the baddie. Oh, my. You know that meme with that Nazi? I'm am I the baddie? So evidently I was the baddie. So. I decided this week, and I, I I thought long about it, and y'all were right, by the way. My mailbox is flooded with flyers, postcards from all these ticket groups. Take a video here. Uh, take a com- comedy class here. You, here's a lawyer. I got letters from lawyers. I mean, it all it's, it's all public information, and, and those lawyers just sit there and watch that all day long. And I, I had said the last time I was on the radio before that, that I was going to just take the four hour course and pay the fines and everything. Uh, I have since, uh, giving more time to think about it and frustration that I got pulled over for it. Um, I decided to fight it. And so I did utilize Ticket Clinic. Hi, I'm Joe Kelly for Ticket Clinic. I'm trying to get the, uh, the endorsement from Ticket Clinic. So I'll let you know how that works out. <laughs> Uh, but I, I paid them the, the money. In fact, they got a thing where you can text them the ticket. You text them the ticket because I decided over the weekend, just this last weekend, I decided like Saturday, I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to use Ticket Clinic. And so you text them a picture of your ticket and they ultimately text you back with how much it's going to cost. And, and in my case, I don't know why, but because it, uh, it says 
their ads say from $49, and there's, there's an asterisk, which I didn't see where the other end of the asterisk was, uh, but I'm sure the other end of the asterisk was something like, uh, you know, from $49 asterisk, but probably not your case. <laughs> so mine was $99, but if they fix the ticket, that means I don't have to pay the ticket and I don't have to pay for the four-hour course. If they don't fix the ticket, that means I'm back where I started from and I have to pay the ticket and take a four-hour course. So uh, wish me luck. Um, wish me luck. No, uh, sure. Good luck. That sounded so heartfelt. One time I got caught <laughs> getting a speeding ticket. I was still living with my parents because all those lawyers and all those ticket clinics sent me all that stuff in the mail. I was hiding it from my parents, but then they saw all of my mail was ticket clinics and lawyers, and they're like, did you get a speeding ticket? Darn. Oh, yeah. that uh, I, Yeah, fortunately, I didn't hide that from my wife because she came walking in laughing with the mail. She goes, well, the, the post office is on to you. I'm like, oh, yeah, evidently they are. All right, so today, the, this hour, tonight, tonight is COVID night. I, I see these COVID stories every day, and I think, oh, I'm not going to bring it up today. And I stockpile all of my COVID stories uh, until I am able to unleash all of them on you. So we've already gone over several stories they're all terrible. They're all absolutely terrible about how our collective global governments manipulated our collective global population about this pandemic to the betterment of few. There are some who made money and grew power based upon the pandemic. And, and there are many who died based upon the vaccines. Uh, here is a absolutely horrifying report that comes out of the UK. Official documents leaked from the UK's state-funded National Health Service shows that medical staff were ordered to euthanized, euthanize COVID patients. To kill COVID patients. The docs confirm previous reporting that revealed that patients were euthanized in order to boost the numbers for COVID deaths. These smoking gun evidence documents reveal that tens of thousands of elderly people were murdered to boost the mortality rates. The cause of deaths were then listed as COVID, indicating that the virus was killing far more elderly people than it actually was. This data has been made public by an Australian politician, Craig Kelly, the national director of the United Australian Party. He, the report obtained um, official UK government data on death rates and causes. According to Kelly, the patients were euthanized in order to boost COVID deaths and ramp up public fear to garner support for lockdowns and vaccines. While alerting the public about the data, Kelly declared that it exposes the crime of the century. The deaths, the deaths were then falsely blamed on COVID, which was the basis for public fear campaigns used to justify the lockdowns and mass mandated injections of the public, including children with an experimental medical intervention that had zero long-term safety data. Along the way, a small group pushing the need for mass mandated injections made millions. And they killed them with, they even have the specific drug that they used. Uh, the drug is uh, midazolam. And midazolam is a legitimate drug that is used in healthcare. Uh, it's a, it's a anesthesia, anesthesia uh, it, it's a painkiller. It's like morphine. And like morphine, at proper dosages, it can help you with pain and, and render you unconscious. Like morphine, uh, um, too much of it can stop your breathing and kill you, which is what they say they were doing in the United Kingdom. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll continue with, uh, with more coming up next here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Now, 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 the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. 
Lyft CEO David Reicher says the rideshare company's bottom line was boosted thanks to Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. Traffic to and from stadiums and hotels was significantly up when the pop star was in town. Reicher also told Yahoo Finance that Swifties tend to tip three times higher than average. Two. Orange County leaders are considering a plan designed to help residents pay off their debt. Commissioners are expected to look over a plan during today's meeting that would use federal pandemic funding to clear nearly $9 million in medical dues. The county has less than two years to spend $23 million from the American Rescue Plan. One. One. The U.S. is vetoing a U.N. resolution that called for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. In casting a no vote, U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said the resolution would negatively impact sensitive negotiations now underway to free hostages by Hamas. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. By the way, the nation's America's oldest gun manufacturer, Remington, announces their departure from New York. They're moving all operations to Georgia. This is the way. Uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of that uh, to come in the in the days ahead. Uh, I, I told you that I don't like to play angry open mics, but I got the uh, the Chocolate Joe guy is back. And so I thought we would take a listen to the Chocolate Joe guy. Shoveling Joe again, misleading people. You know, people already tried to get over it, to forget COVID. But no, no, no. Even though it was Trump, even though it was your daddy Trump who, who gave us the vaccine and, and neglected the virus to become the freak that you are talking here we go, talking about it, uh, Chovely Joe, you know, like painting it like he was Biden, but he was Trump. You know, in this entire hour, the only person who has said the word Biden is the Chocolate Joe guy. I have not said the word Biden once this hour. It's just you. It's in your head. Joe, how many years do you think it'll take before the masses actually start to admit that people are dying from the shot seven years 10 years 12 when do we give in just curious your thoughts you know honestly i think there's going to come a point at which uh and i'd certainly like to see it i would like to see all of these drug manufacturers and anthony fauci and the cdc and others hauled before the congress uh and and have to answer questions from the congress about this uh i would wholeheartedly support that and uh, but here's a guy with a different idea, which might be a better idea. Hey, Joe, it sounds like that Australian politician has found Sarah Palin's death panel that everybody said wouldn't exist. And by the way, once there going to be an investigation into those deaths in the UK, because if true, there should be something along the lines of the Nuremberg trials where people are brought forward as modern day Dr. Mengele's. And if they're found guilty, well, they should be executed. Yeah, I think there is a global conspiracy. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that I just said those words, that I think there is a global conspiracy. But I think there is a cabal, uh, a global conspiracy from uh, of people who forced the vaccine, who forced the pandemic, who forced COVID upon us. Uh, and, and we're all stuck with the after effects of it. I'm Joe Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Joe Kelly Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.